promise someone will get a chill down their spine. We're talking to the dead and famous with a spirit board handcrafted by our very own Mike Page via Mike Page Studios. Here's a shameless plug. You can check out his work on the Gram and Etsy. And Halloween fanatic Erica Cody joins the seance and plays Witch Trivia with us. Also, Portraits with Jesus and Sex Toys. By the way, those are two separate topics. Are you ready to do this? We're hanging. This episode of Small Town Scuttlebutt is brought to you by Park Street Books and Toys and The Pottery Place. Find them online at parkstreetbooks.com. And by APC Pest Control. Have mice? Find out why APC Pest Control has five stars on Angie's List and visit them at apcpest.com. Small Town Scuttlebots. Hey, Scuttlebuds, how you doing? It's your buddy, Rick, and I'm across the table from Michael. To my right is Liz, and to our left is a guest. We haven't had a guest on the show in quite some time. Uh, her name is Erica Cody. To the locals, she's a, a the teen librarian at the Medfield Public Library. But everyone should know who she is because she is a Halloween aficionado. And how much does she love Halloween? Well... She just told us off air that uh, Halloween is her Christmas, and she literally has Halloween-themed sleeves of tattoos running up and down her arms. And the sloth. And a new sloth into the (laughs) microphone. Tell us about what's up with Uh, the sloth. I just love sloths. Why? Why? They're the cutest, and I loved them before they were popular. Have you seen a puppy? I'm not a big dog person. No? I love other people's dogs. But I've never had it. Interesting. Dog. Puppies don't grow a specific kind of algae that can only grow on puppies. But <laughs> sloths do. Did you know that sloths can swim three to four times faster than they walk on land? Get out of town. Wow. Which and isn't that. saying much. <laughs> so and, they go two miles an hour? And they can hold their breath underwater for up to 35, 40 minutes. Impressive. Because they fell asleep. Yeah. <laughs> I would never know that. That's no. the that's the next tattoo. We're going to have a swimming sloth <laughs> underneath it. I'm not lying. <laughs> that's part of the rest of it. Okay. So I like how she said we're going to have. Just me and my tattoo artist. Erica, her sloth, and her bat are yeah. going to the next one. It's like when the Mets win a baseball game. I'm like, yeah, we won. Did you see how we closed that out last night? I feel like I'm a part of the team. You get into that mindset. You're you're a you're well, a, a, I highly a fanatic. Re- I highly recommend watching um, a sloth swim because they they doggy paddle mm-hmm. very slowly. It's super cute. <laughs> I guess I, I see you, that I'm drawing you in. <laughs> no, yeah. Well, let me ask you a question. You and your boyfriend are going out for a swim, right? Yes. And all of a sudden, this cute sloth starts coming toward you. Is it still cute? Yeah, I will be dunking Dylan under the water to get to the sloth. To the sloth. Oh my god, I would freak <laughs> get out. Get out of my way. <laughs> Anything that's not a human that I can see that's in the water with me is a potential threat, and it needs to be isolated and, and taken out, or I have to get out of the water real fast. All right, folks, buckle up. Uh, we've got a cool, spooky show for you. We're going to do a seance. <laughs> we have a legit... I've never done a seance. Liz, have you ever done a seance? Nope. Michael, ever done a seance? No. Erica, um, I not an official seance, but I have played with Ouija boards when I was a teenager. Okay, so this is this show. Um, we're gonna talk about 
uh, we're not going to tell you, we're going to show you, but Mike Page Studios has um, made some, he can't say Ouija board, right, oh, Mike? right, that's trademark. Yeah, no, it's, oh. a, it's a spirit board or a talking board or a witch board. I like how you call it the Salem spirit board. Well, so, yeah. So when guests come over and they want a souvenir, I went to Salem, bam, there you go. So this one is designed to look like a New England uh, headstone mm. from a cemetery. Mm-hmm. It has very traditional uh, New England artwork. You can actually find this. Uh, the Memento Mori. Yep. What uh, do you call that? A it's Memento, Memento Mori. Mori. What's Re- that? It's Latin for remember you will die. Oh. What, what else do you have? You have another one here. Oh, yeah. The other one is just a slab of wood, the the raw wood that people are so into these days. With the live edge, the bark on it. Yep. Uh, but personally, I, I appreciate the artistic value of that last one. But I like that one the most. Sure. Yeah. I like the first one, too. I also collect uh, talking board art as well. Do you really? I, I love it. And then um, a tattoo artist, actually, at my friend's tattoo shop, uh, also has, I think, the largest collection of talking board memorabilia. Well, I think we set up the, 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 the show pretty well, but I think we have to point out the obvious if you're in the studio. We have a different lighting source in here because we're doing a seance, and I did some research on seances. You're supposed to have uh, your room lit up with only candles. So we have what? How many candles do we have here? We have this. 19 candle power at the moment. Yeah, we're wow, you counted that really fast. I know. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, it's because I spent years working with kids where you had to count heads <laughs> as quickly as you could, and they were all moving. That's funny. That's a that's something that just sort of that's a developing um, skill, I guess. That's a transferable skill. Is that what? Yes, right. Yeah. Like you never know when you're going to be on a podcast. Candles and have to count those candles. All right. Well, if if you guys need to reference notes or anything, I have um, a flashlight here. But how do we want to do this? Do you want to do? Um, I don't know how you're going to do this because usually people all touch the plant right. Yeah, we're going to we're going to usually that's kind of the rule. Everybody <laughs> has to have a hand on the planchette. Everybody that's yeah. in the room. Yeah. yeah. Okay, we can uh-huh. all lean all right, in. Yeah. And all right, but first let's do that, Ashanka. Portraits with Jesus. Yeah, so I would say that uh, I don't know how you guys feel about your Facebook, the Facebook ads that come on your um, algorithm. Yeah, Mm. but I am probably down for buying ninety percent of what they're showing me. It's like, have you gotten the Wish ads though? Are you going to buy those? What What are those? What are those? (laughs) I don't know if I can say all of it on here. You can say whatever you want. Do you know the Wish, the company, the shopping company? No. All right, so Wish is the shopping institution out of China, and you can get knockoff stuff, like, very cheaply there, mm-hmm. but it takes forever to get to your oh, sure. place. Mm-hmm. Yep. But their Wish ads that are on Facebook or Instagram are, like, the weirdest-looking things, and you're like, what the heck is that? Um, and then they name them very creatively. <laughs> um, I don't know what exact. Can I give the crack pipe example? <laughs> Yeah, sure. You can get, have you seen them though? I haven't seen that one, but I have seen things come up from Wish where I'm like, oh, so what so is you know this? what this is. So they, they sell crack pipes? No, they call them party straws. <laughs> but they're actually crack they pipes? They look like crack pipes. Oh. And then they'll have like sexual things that are obviously 
sex toys, mm-hmm. and they'll call, I don't know what I forget what they call them, but um, there's like a whole hashtag on social media that says like "Thank you, Wish" or "That's funny" <laughs> with the well, F Wish. <laughs> well, Erica, I'm going to suggest that we have completely different search <laughs> I histories. I think we have <laughs> different algorithms. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I, this one I don't know what it's all about, but it was uh, portraits with Jesus. Is that what it was? Yes. Yeah. And I'm looking at it, it's paintings of um, Jesus Christ as we envision him, mm-hmm. right? Uh, with whoever you want to be with him. So, like, let's say Grandpa passed mm-hmm. away and you want something to remember him by, then you would uh, get this ordered on Etsy and you have a picture of Jesus with Grandpa doing something that Grandpa might like, like fishing or something. That or is- in this particular <laughs> Uh, example wearing a white choir robe are you he's looking, in heaven are you looking you at see? it so <laughs> he matches jesus now because yeah. that's what happened the other it, go ahead how is jesus portrayed like the, the white guy jesus or, yeah or, yes. or, or real well, jesus it's jason momoa jesus <laughs> oh, I, was, I was gonna say Jesus. jesus. And, and that's my personal jesus it's, yes. it's jason momoa and who, with a little bit of uh who was the guy from dawson's creek James Vanderbeek with Joshua a little Jackson. bit of James <laughs> Vanderbeek forehead, I think. <laughs> yeah, uh, and then Chevy Chase is, seems to be the guy <laughs> no, that died. That I, is funny. I totally got Chevy Chase from that. I just couldn't figure yeah. out the other. <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of getting ideas for my Christmas shopping list though. For I'm. Um, one for every member of my family. I think you got some arm space for a tattoo. <laughs> no, Jesus is going nowhere near my body. <laughs> uh, Liz, what's your hot take on um, portraits with Jesus? It is creepy AF. I mean, <laughs> I, like, I guess if you are deeply religious and you lo- just lost your husband of 60 years or whatever, is this like a source of comfort for you? Knowing, like mm-hmm. having a visual reminder that, you know, your loved one is in a better place and all that. Yeah. I feel like it's a relatively small percentage of the population that would glom onto this idea. <laughs> this is for women uh, 70 plus yes. living in the Bible Belt. Yes. That's exactly the lady that's pictured in the (laughs) (laughs) photo. All right. You got another one, Liz? So we've got, uh, this was mine. I don't know if I love this Ushanka topic for this particular episode. Oh. My creepy teacher article. Well, you you put the word creepy in it, so I thought it was appropriate. Yes, but it's creepy, not in a Halloween vibe. It's a creepy, like. I enjoy all creep. Yeah. Okay. This this dude's a creep. We're going to make it work. guy on the subway creepy? I mean, I appreciate it. (laughs) All right. I mean, it's a good story. So, I appreciate a good story. Yeah. Okay. It's All the right. first time I've ever heard a woman be like, I appreciate a creepy guy in the subway. Well, because it makes a good story later. <laughs> as long as he's no, nowhere near you yeah, or a small exactly. child. Okay, so well. the story, I came across this story about mm-hmm. a middle school teacher at a small town in New England who was recently placed on paid leave, mind you, yep. placed on leave, for behaving inappropriately towards female students. And one of the most compelling pieces of evidence against him is actually an a online log. Oh, of I heard this creepy I know this. Yeah. behavior that was started by a group of seventh, a small group of seventh grade boys. Notice that this teacher behaved differently towards his female students. They saying, kept it on a Discord server. Yes. Yeah. Yep. So they started this this on a sub channel in Discord. This whole log of everything creepy that this teacher did to his female students, like calling them sweetheart and sunshine and get up and dance and wear a bathing suit to like what? really creepy the, stuff. The first couple you gave, I'm like, oh, is this guy like 65? 
plus? Is he no. just on the brink of retirement? It might be a generational I had, thing. I had a chemistry teacher like that. Yeah. He would lean like very yeah. close to the girls mm-hmm. to check their work. Mm-hmm. And yeah. he said sweetheart all the time. Yes. Oh, geez. Yeah. Sting was always singing in the background. <laughs> so so these, these boys, and after they they finished seventh grade, they got a, another group of incoming seventh graders to keep this whole thing going. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're... They had raised these concerns to parents and teachers, but it kind of all fell on deaf ears and the boys were dismissed as like, oh, you're, you know, exaggerating or, oh, you're just saying that because he's so strict, blah, blah, blah. Sure. Anyway, so now that all this has come to light, one of the boys gave this log to his mother and she turned it in to the authorities and... What I, what I found most you interesting. Say, I'm sorry, you say authorities, you mean uh, law enforcement or yes, school yes, board both. stuff? Okay. Yeah. All right. So what I thought was really compelling about this story, I mean, you, there's tons of creepy teacher stories out there. We've probably all had creepy teachers, was that these boys at, what, 12, 13 years old took it upon themselves to say, like, this isn't right, and I we need to try to figure out how to write this wrong. And just to have that, because we all teach our kids, you know, respect authority and blah, blah, blah. But Mm -hmm. like, they also need to have a certain level of street smarts to know instinctively, this isn't right. And we should do something about it. So one of the boys was quoted in the article I read, just saying that, you know, they felt so bad for the girls. They could tell that the girls were uncomfortable. They felt like their complaints were falling on deaf ears because the the girls were too uncomfortable to speak up, so the boys were kind of dismissed and all of that. But I just felt as a parent, like, wow, these kids, someone is teaching them the right thing. I was going to say, these are really good kids. Yes. Yeah. To yeah. look out for their peers like yeah. that. I think that- it is being used as a legal document yes. to be admitted in court. Interesting. Mm-hmm. All right. We, I, I think we have one is. more in the Ashanka list. We do. We have... Salem Witch Trial Trivia. All of you can play. We're going to go left to right, and then I'll tell you what the answer is. (laughs) The word pagan comes from the Latin pagini, which means what? Is this me? Yeah. Oh, shit. Um, I'm going to go out on a limb and say something to do with earth or nature. Okay, Michael? Uh, I will say that it has to... Oh, that's a good guess. I know. I'll say that it has to do with having multiple gods. I think that's a good one as well. Okay. Liz. I, I'm i going to go with it being more like um, not believing in any gods. You all three are way off. <laughs> and it's such a boring response, but it's interesting. Home dweller. I like yeah. that you said it's such a boring response, but it's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> There's a sentence for you. I don't, I don't. All right, next question. During the Salem witch trials in 1692, the two girls who accused women of practicing witchcraft may have suffered from what condition? Can I jump in and say that if, if this is one of the choices, that it's a myth that has already been disproven, and if this I think I know what you're talking about. If this life thing was published with it, this as the answer, then it's, they're wrong. Everything's wrong. <laughs> well, is it moldy bread? No, listen. <laughs> no, but is that what the myth is? Yeah, the. They had moldy grains. That, oh, like, that's yeah. not what I was thinking. I was well, thinking about female hysteria. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, hold on. That's is just it, being female. Is, <laughs> it, is it epilepsy? Is it Tourette's syndrome or clinical hysteria? I'm going to go with the clinical hysteria. I'm sorry. What was the first one? Epilepsy. 
I will go with epilepsy. Okay. I'm going with epilepsy, too. That was my, my gut told me when you initially read the question. All right. Well, uh, the two girls who blame their convulsions and painful sensations of being pinched and bitten on witchcraft may have suffered from clinical hysteria. Ah, Erica. <laughs> so we got a point. You guys keep your own points. I can't read this and count at the same time. <laughs> The Malleus Maleficarium. Did Nailed I say that it. right? Okay. Really? <laughs> did I? Did I, don't I? Know. I don't know. I can't see the word. But I yeah, just, I don't know what you're yeah. talking about. I'm just trying to be supportive here. Right? <laughs> okay, thank you. I know you're very fragile sometimes. No. Published during the Roman Inquisition. Established what long-standing stereotype about witches? What's up, my witches? No multiple choice here. Oh, sorry. <laughs> witches are predominantly women. Black cats accompany witches. Witches wear pointy hats. I'm screwed. I do all those things. <laughs> <laughs> do you really wear a pointy hat? I mean, I have a witch hat. Is that your go-to? Um... I don't wear hats very often. My friend got me a witch hat. Okay. Um, I'm going to say women, witches are predominantly women. Michael? Same. Same. Okay, give yourself another point. <laughs> How long did witches hunt last? Oh, how long did witch hunts last in Europe? 50 years, 150 years, or 300 years? I mean, that's pretty subjective. <laughs> they come in cycles. Yeah. So I you guess the kind of say believe. there's still one going on. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. Pick one. Um, 50, 150, or 300? I'll just do 150 to have a meeting. I'm going to say 150 as well. 300. You got a point. So you got two. Oh, that was my first instinct. Right, Mike, too. you got to catch up. <laughs> oh, you always go with your first uh, guest. But they were coming in waves yeah. of like peri uh, periods. And, and 1692 who's on actually who's in power. falls into one yeah. of those too. Yeah. It's wild. What does a witch's broomstick symbolize? Fertility, death, or protection? Protection. Yeah, I'll go with protection because uh, you got your old. Um, Italian grandmother, and she's going to hit you with a broom. Protection. Yeah. People okay. also yeah. still... Protection. Obvious. People still also put broomsticks above their doorways mm. for protection. Do they really? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a weapon. <laughs> the broomstick connection, which began during the Renaissance, is mostly uh, most closely associated with fertility. I would never have guessed I would, that. I would argue that. <laughs> it, it, it goes further. Women used brooms to clean the house, and some cultures included broomsticks in rituals to promote fertility and bountiful harvests. Hey, honey, meet me upstairs, but first, sweep the kitchen. Seriously, like, <laughs> seriously why, why did I go through IVF when I could have just swept the floors? I know. God, we're so stupid. <laughs> the Wiccan, are you Wiccan? Are you uh, I don't, pagan? What would I don't you subscribe to any of that. Oh, okay. So, no. But but you're you're down do. with that stuff, right? You are familiar. You're knowledgeable in but this area. But she does get the monthly reminder. Yes, I to do. Renew. That's so funny. Um, I, I subscribe to, like, certain things, like, uh, I believe the moon cycles do affect a lot of things. Mm -hmm. um, and I do crystals just for funsies. Like, I don't really believe that there's whatever. But. Yeah. Some people do, though. You know, yeah, whatever but floats your boat. There's certain rituals that I feel like have an effect. Like, maybe it's a placebo effect, but certain rituals, like for protection or whatever, that you do. Like, I like the ritual aspect of it. Mm -hmm. Okay. The wicked religion, which draws on ancient pagan beliefs and rituals, was created where? United States, Britain, or Ireland? Ireland. Yeah, Ireland, maybe? I think so, too. Ireland. Come on, guys. It's Britain. Oh, I was sure. going to guess that just to be different, but I felt like it was Ireland. Yeah. Why are black cats associated with witches? I'm sorry. How is this a Salem witch test? 
It's just witches. Okay. Okay. Because <laughs> I am bombing bad. <laughs> yeah. Well, I didn't think it was fair because you live in Salem. I mean, yeah, you, yeah, you I know. gotcha. Okay. What is a male witch called? Is it a warlock, a wizard, or a witch? Warlock. 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 <laughs> <laughs> no. Guys. She read the room. <laughs> <laughs> um, guys, it was right in the question. Male witch. It's a witch. A witch is a witch. I disagree. Yeah, false. False. Oh, well. Do some further. We can do a corrections and omissions uh, part on the next show. I'll just read this. Male witches are still called witches as opposed to warlocks. The term warlock is actually an insult meaning oath breaker in reference to people who identified fellow witches during medieval witch hunts. In Wicca, they're called warlocks. Okay. I'll take your word for it. <laughs> Thankfully, this is you the last You know where else qu- they're called warlocks? Everywhere. <laughs> If Wiccans perform magic intended to harm someone else, what will supposedly happen? The devil will visit them, their evil magic will return to them threefold, or they'll be banned from the coven. Um, so they do say that stuff comes back to you threefold, so I'll go with that one. But also they can be, I don't know if they call them covens, but they can be banned from the group that they practice with as well. I'm going with B. I'm going with the threefold. Okay, yeah. you guys all got that correct. So All right. Tally it up. What do we have here? I got three. I didn't yeah. count. I was Liz counting and I on Mike. tied for second with three. <laughs> yeah, and then <laughs> Erica got four. All right. All right. Well, was that the end of the quiz? Yeah, that's it. Uh, all right. Did we go to a commercial break yet? No. no. Let, let's go to a commercial. When we come back, we're going to do this uh, celebrity seance. All right. Don't go away. A smear campaign is defined as a plan to discredit a public figure by making false or dubious accusations. It's also a kick-ass name for a band. That's right, Smear Campaign. Smear Campaign is a high-energy top 40 cover band with over 100 songs in their repertoire. They specialize in live music entertainment for audiences of all ages. From James Brown to System of a Down, Smear Campaign can bring the sounds of Top 40, throwbacks, rock, hip-hop, rap, R&B, classic, and more. Corporate events, block parties, and live events at venues all over Eastern Massachusetts and beyond. Follow Smear Campaign on Reverb Nation. Perez Martial Arts is dedicated to changing the lives of people one person at a time through martial arts, education, and coaching, and they strive to provide a safe, comfortable, and welcoming atmosphere for all students and family members. Students at Perez Martial Arts will not only learn the necessary skill sets to protect themselves, they stand behind their realistic and practical approach, confident it will enable every member to achieve greatness and live their best life. The best way to learn more about Perez Martial Arts is to check them out for yourself. They have a great trial offer that is made just for that, which you can grab at PerezMartialArts.com. All right, uh, and we're back, and we're going to do this uh, celebrity seance. Let's get into this. Let's see what, what comes up. But, um, I'm going to need more wine. Hold on. Help yourself. <laughs> so while Erica's pouring more wine, I'm going to go over a few of the basics. Oh, good. Okay. For rules for spirit boards or talking boards or witch boards, whatever you want to call them. Mm-hmm. One, your hands need to stay on the planchette the whole time. Now, 
since I just used the word planchette and Rick keeps mentioning all these words he's never heard before. Because <laughs> when I told my dad I was making planchettes, he said, that's cool. What is that? <laughs> uh, so it's it's a French word and it means like little plank. Okay. So the, the planchette is the, like the pointer on the board. Uh, so you, you're supposed to keep your hands on it the whole time. Is it one or it definitely has to be two? I can't remember. I think it's supposed to be two, but maybe if you have too many people, then it's just one. Okay. Is like, there, there's four of us. We might just yeah. have one hand on it. Yeah, that's a good idea. I on the Milton Bradley game <laughs> box, does it say two to four players? <laughs> <laughs> well, if you're referring to Ouija, it was yeah. Parker Brothers because oh, it Parker was Brothers, I'm sorry. in Salem, Massachusetts, where uh, Park, uh, Parker Brothers was. Interesting. Also, never use it alone because bad things can happen, apparently. Uh, never play it in a graveyard. Never burn your board. Never leave the planchette on the board. Uh, and never ask when you will die. That's not allowed. Yeah. Mm. I wouldn't want to know that. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. Now what? I was just going to say. <laughs> do we know? Yeah. Who did are we, we contacting? Did we start already? <laughs> I think we did. It's not moving. Yeah, do we need to ask a question, a question first? Yeah, usually oh. it's like, is anybody here with us right now? Yeah, okay. Is, is, let's go count? with that one. Yeah. Is okay. anyone here with us now? A resounding no. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm on hold. <laughs> Who moved that? I don't know. I'm not moving. I'm not moving it. Okay. This is creepy because it's going towards yes. And I'm not moving it. I can't reach that. Oh, it's taking its time. It must be an old person or sloth. Yes, someone is here. Who's here? Why did it stop Can on Q? Can anyone see that? <gasps> what is that? A Q? Queen of England. <laughs> no. No? G. Okay, that doesn't work. QG. The initials? QG. Okay. Is that? Are those your initials? This is great for an audio format. Yeah. <laughs> oh it's, oh. It's la it laughed. It just went to goodbye. It went to no. goodbye. All right. Aww. So. You're like, you dummies. <laughs> All right. Let's keep going here. All right. E. D. M. This is fast. C. M. Are you Ed McMahon? <laughs> I thought you were talking about EDM music. Me too. I did too. <laughs> I was like, Apparently, she, <laughs> uh, yes, okay. Uh, hey, Ed McMahon, I'm, I'm psyched to have you in the room. What would you say is the craziest thing you have experienced at a Hollywood party? I remember one evening when things got completely out of control. Doc Severinsen licked my nuts. Oh, dude, that's creepy. Is this good? Is this going to work? I don't know. Let's keep going. <laughs> I, so I'm kind of jealous of this because Doc Severinsen is, I was, I, no joke, I was talking about Doc Severinsen yesterday to Allie. Yeah. <laughs> He's one of the best trumpet players that's ever lived. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh. Oh, I right. don't want him to flick my nuts. <laughs> that's funny. What is your biggest regret in life, Ed? Senior year in college, I was paying a lot of money to get a little boy named Gordon to milk my colon. Oh my God. Ed McMahon was a great A perv. Ed, that's a little inappropriate for our show. We're we're trying to take this seriously. All right, so uh, we're gonna let you go. Thank you. All right, let's do this thing again. D O N K. 
A donkey? Donkey Kong? Oh. Don Knotts. Don Knotts. (laughs) Oh, wow. We got Don Knotts here. Hey, Don. um, What's your life advice for our scuttlebuds? Well, it's all a matter of keeping a clear head and solving your problems one by one as they come up. That's <laughs> about all there is to it. Oh, that's pretty that's cool. weird that this talking well, board really, really does talk. talk. <laughs> I think, it's almost I like think the, you're onto something. It's almost <laughs> like the Pee Wee Herman doll in the 80s where you pulled the thing <laughs> and then he'd go, ha ha. Yeah, I, I know you are, but what am I? I know you are. My favorite thing is that, like, you and Liz keep shining flashlights to see what you're doing, and it looks like you should be telling a scary story. Yeah. But Once then you're just, like, time. having a conversation. It's hilarious. All right. I mean, well, it's scary. Yeah. I just, lo- I just love that he cuts to the chase. Like, we're only using the, the Salem Spirit Board, made by Mike Page Studios, to... Uh, that was so subtle. Yeah, just just call out like who the person is, but then they, they get vocal with us with the energy yeah. in the room, I guess. I can't explain it. It's pretty crazy. You got any got any rationale behind that, Liz? I think that they're feeding off the positive, welcoming energy that we're giving yeah. off. Like they're safe here. Yeah, and they're all inter- former entertainers, so they probably mm. listen to our podcast mm. wherever I, they might be. I think it's the crystals in my bag. Ooh. <laughs> all right, uh, let's do this again. Okay, the thing is just spinning around in circles. What's going on here? This is just we're trying to take this seriously. Spirit in the sky or in the closet? What's going on? Who is this? I'm Rick James, bitch. <laughs> okay, I that was not Rick James. That was not Rick James. Why? Hey, man, we're trying to take this seriously. So come forward. Who are you? Diabetes. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> Wilford Brimley? That was the worst impression. There's somebody up there joking around with us, right? All right, come on, get serious. Okay, who? ask another question. Well, yeah, we have Do to you- find out who it is. One, is. We'll give you one more chance. Who are you? Hi, Billy Mays here. Oh, fuck off, dude. This is... I like that Hang Rick's, up. Hang up on this guy. I like that Rick's giving a spirit board an ultimatum. You've you got think- one more chance, <laughs> mister. You're in a and time then, out. Do you think I'm, it was Rich Little? Isn't he a dead guy famous for impersonations? Is he dead or is just his career? Oh, shit, I was going to say, know. I don't know if he's dead. All right. Oh. How about if anyone really is in this room, please... Make yourself known with uh, some kind of action, a movement, a sound. If you could do that, uh, we will absolutely be convinced about these spirit boards. What? Jesus Christ! Is that why you wanted me to sit over here? Yeah, Yeah, I thought it was great. That was pretty amazing, I have to say. So, no, I guess there's no one here. Yeah. Um, Scuttlebutt, you're probably like, what the hell happened? <laughs> so Mike came a little early, and I was uh, stymied with my prank, but I was taking this cable cord, and I duct taped it to the back of the closet door, and I've been sitting on it for, for the whole episode. You're <laughs> <laughs> committed. So, and, then, and I gave it a big, hard tug, and uh, that thing whipped around aggressively, right? Yeah. Rick. As intended. Who You're lucky com- that I wasn't there because I would have done some like jujitsu and right. screamed like 
fuck you, motherfucker. <laughs> but you were scared. You, the two of you were I was startled. I was legit scared. I was startled, but if I was sitting right there, I don't know what would have happened. I, I like that Liz looked over shocked and then let out the, the, the blood-curdling <laughs> scream. Like, yes, confirmed. The door did just swing open. Now I shall yell. You guys have no... So I read a lot of psychological thriller books, which give me the worst nightmares. I'm, I'm convinced I'm going to come to like a horrifying end. So even though... So you come hang out in Rick's basement. basement in the dark. It's our safe space. I was convinced that something was going to grab me and drag me in there. That's funny. Well played. Okay, well, uh, thanks for coming on to the show. You're Li- welcome. Uh, I almost called you Liz because that's where Liz usually sits. <laughs> thanks for coming on the show, Erica. And I'm going to plug our haunted house, our annual oh, yes. haunted house at the library. It's Go October 15th. Is from that... I'm sorry. Oh. Is that the one that brings Satan to Medfield? Yeah. Because I've... I've heard people. Is this compl- for real? People complain Stop. that the library promote. Uh, you probably aren't even allowed to. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> just speak. Just speak. There yourself. is a vocal crowd though in town. It's that- not current. This was a few years ago for this particular story. Yeah. There, there were vocal people <laughs> about bringing Satan to the children. Mm-hmm. They, they said that I was trying to indoctrinate the children to convert to Satanism. Oh. To join her my coven. God. To join my coven. <laughs> or, 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 you know. In the all... basement of the public library <laughs> is where I hold my coven meetings. <laughs> <laughs> That's where all good witchery happens. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's a dialect thing. It's like from where you're from because I've always heard yeah. coven. Uh, before you go, before we have Mike close up, I just want to tell you that last week we did a story about the, the contentious books in the community. And we read them, and we expressed our opinions on them. And uh, over to you. We don't need them anymore. So feel free to share them in your library. They are definitely going to be in the teen section of the library because we um, need more copies. I was actually going to buy more copies because I can't keep them on the shelf. So thank you very much. How many copies do you have? I current For our budget and for our space, I usually only have one copy of every book that we have unless they're super popular Mm -hmm. um and these two are very popular among others so i was already planning on buying another copy but now i don't thank you you're you're welcome michael yes sir um get us out of here man i'm getting scared what all right so do you remember what my birthday present was from Allie? Yeah, you you drove around in ecto one yeah oh i saw that that was amazing the ghostbusters picked me up in Salem, and we drove around Salem. Oh, my God. I was immediately a six-year-old. I just had the, the best time. And you went as Lewis Tully. Yeah, completely because... the strainer on your head. Because my wife is awesome, and even though she hates when I do a Lewis Tully, <laughs> she packed the costume for me. And oh I was God. like, oh, my God, you really do love me. <laughs> they... So the Ghostbusters of Salem, New Hampshire, and this is all like a nonprofit. Yeah, they called us last week to invite us to ride along with them in the Salem Haunted Happenings parade. <gasps> that like is the official kickoff of Salem. That's for awesome! Halloween. No way! That's and amazing. I, I was like, we did it! We infiltrated the Ghostbusters. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, thanks, Rick. First off, I want to thank you for the mineral water on the way in. What a gracious host you are. I really appreciate it. And uh, on behalf of Erica Cody, teen librarian at the Medfield Public Library, and Liz Daly and Rick Fink Jr. and Mike Page, I'm Lewis Tully signing off. Hey, look, the planchette's going to the word goodbye, guys. See you next time.
We here at Small Town Scuttlebutt love that you listen to us every week. If you like what you hear, go support the businesses that help support us, like APC Pest Control, Larkin's Liquors, Mario's Lawn Care, Perez Martial Arts, Medfield Village Cleaners, Royal Pizza, Park Street Books, Smear Campaign, and Mike Page Studios.